Welcome to the Outer Realm with Michelle DeRoche and Amelia Passano. Airing live on the United Public Radio Network, 105.3 FM in New Orleans. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Thursday night segment of the Outer Realm episode technically 401 last episode of 2024 we are broadcasting live on the united public radio network ufo paranormal radio network 105.3 out on the gulf coast and 107.7 fm from new orleans we're fully sponsored by the amazing people over at folgers coffee who have been a part of our journey since the very beginning thank you Folgers it wouldn't be the same without you also big thank you to Justin Snicker aka Dr. Snick the sonic surgeon an award-winning composer of Halloween horror sci-fi and dark wave electronic music which can be found on all of your favorite music platforms and he is the voice in the music that you just heard for the intro mm -hmm. so also, a big thank you, Steve McGinnis, the artist behind all of our banners and logos here at the show. Check him out on Facebook and Instagram. Also specializes in the horror genre and can do pretty much anything, and he does it very well. So, <laughs> tonight we celebrate our 400th episode from last night. The <laughs> one. I know. I know. Can you yes. believe it already? No. Oh my God. It feels like yesterday I was driving to the station and I just remember hearing about the, you know, yeah, thing that happened to all of us. I remember hearing about that. And I remember you and I going, this doesn't, it can't. No. Remember we were just like throwing it back and forth. But, I anyways, know. thinking, I holy crap, what are we going to do? You know, so. <laughs> I know. Well, <laughs> yeah, we can do just just about anything. Thank you, Kathy. Yeah. Oh, we did it. I know. I know. And oh, that, thank you. Thank you, Jonathan. Jonathan. Yes, you've been here for all of that. Thank you, Jonathan. I, I know. Um, I know. This yeah, is just, awesome. Is seeing some of these familiar faces that have been with us uh, on this journey. Yes. You know, like we've yeah. been really fortunate. We, our listeners have pretty much followed us through every step and it's been one heck of a ride. Like we've, we've really been having a good time doing yeah. the show and I mean, you and I have a good time, but it's so, <laughs> <laughs> it's so nice when we thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's so nice when we can, have all of these amazing people give us their time and come on and educate us as well as all of our listeners. And, you know, we've had some pretty memorable ones to say the least, you know, yeah. some have left the speechless, some have really left the speechless. Like, did you just seriously say that <laughs> kind of speechless? <laughs> yeah. And you know? it's, it's been, thanks Alex. It's been, yeah, it's been insane, but it flew by. 
And uh, hopefully the next 400 will be just as great. Hopefully. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what did you say to me? <laughs> yeah. No, meaning like, you know, we, we have this audience still here with us in, in the next few years. And right. um, we're grateful to Folgers, of course. And, yeah. you know, yeah, Wayne, I think Metro, Metro, Mercury, Blah, Metro, I'm losing it. Like what? literally this week, I don't even know what day it is. I only know because we're doing a show. But I honestly, because of Christmas, my mind is mush. I'm still recovering. <laughs> Food coma? <laughs> I'm recovering. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. But um, yeah. yeah, family get-togethers, they're happy, they're great, but they, they take a little bit out of you, I think, sometimes, too. I think they could take a lot out of you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they really can. They really yeah. can. You know, um, I'm still, I'm still, um, you know, a bit recovering a little bit from the show we had last night, which I thought was fabulous. It was really good. And yeah. you know, this is a guest I didn't research, and sometimes I don't research a guest. I research a little bit about them, you know, in, in respect to their bio and things like that. Mm -hmm. But I will not, some guests I will not listen to in an interview because especially if I'm not quite versed in it, I love to have the natural raw questions as a, like, like an audience member kind of thing oh. on the side of it. I love learning. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes I, I don't. Most times, I mean, we spend hours a week researching the guest, mm -hmm. the topic matter. But with him, I wanted it to be raw. I wanted it to be very, um, how can I put this without sounding stupid? Not virtually, but you know what I mean? Like real fresh mm -hmm. and, and just right from, you know, mm -hmm. pure curiosity, like, and wanting to know, I didn't. He Alex tunes out with a lot of guests. <laughs> no, I'm just saying with him, I didn't do the the research because I wanted it to be real and fresh. I've, I'm fortunate because I've worked with frequencies for a lot of years. Uh, yeah, it's helped, it's helped me as well. I've I've always, you know, love music and I love learning about the tones and, and things of that nature. But I don't play an instrument, which is pretty funny. I've had mediums say, you should play piano. And I've had, you know, my, my kids have picked it up without any issues at all, like almost my ear. Yeah. But I love frequency. And, and it's funny because I came across something today. I actually sent this this off um, to somebody I know, um, which is about um, the 11th harmonic mm -hmm. tone. And it says, the ancients used sound to heal, which we know right? And in Malta, at the oldest underground temple in the world, there's a room called the Oracle Chamber designed, I'm just reading this, people. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just like, I'm not looking at it, I'm just reading it. Um, the Oracle Chamber, which is designed to vibrate sound at 11 hertz, or 111 hertz, I think is what it says. I have to actually look at that. That's, yeah, 111 hertz, which scientists now know kills I'm going to say the big C cells because I don't want to flag before yeah, yeah. misinformation. The no. big C cells using the powers of the 11th harmonic. And they were doing this way back in the day 
And now people are getting on board with it. You know, academia is getting on board with it saying, yeah, it can heal you in, in different ways. So, you know, I, I love to end off our year like this week. I, I thought that is a really good way to heal over a time, you know, because I mean, Christmas, the holidays are great for some people and not so great from others and others don't celebrate. A lot of people have had losses, you know, the last year or two or three. And, and now, you know, it's a way of just sort of bringing people out of it. For me, I find it very comforting. I listen to many different frequencies, you know, over the years I've worked with people who have recommended frequencies, you know, some for grieving, some for healing uh, for many different ways, you know, yeah. consciousness, um, you know, soul energy, physical, um, meditation is what I yeah. but I everyone in the it. audience, even if you don't know what frequency is, and if you turned in, tuned in yesterday, Mm. It's with your music that you listen to, regardless of what genre. It's all in there. It's all tones. there. Ultrasounds, um, yeah. ultrasound therapy, uh, you know, things like that. It's all part of it. Um, I've always loved music as well. And I, I sang for a long time. I played flute and piano. I, But it's so soothing for me like we were talking about the binaural yesterday yeah. the mm -hmm. doo, 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 that kind of thing mm -hmm. for meditation but what i really really love and can do for hours is sound baths with mm -hmm. the bowls oh yeah. my god you can throw me in somewhere and i'll just like lose myself in it right right and that's how i feel when i'm on the beach <laughs> i can't stay on the beach the beach it's the shore it's the you know the water the waves, waves it's the, the waves. wind yeah. Yeah. You know, it's the birds. It's that close my eyes and I'm like, you know, <laughs> Wayne. I always have to. You can see how often I go to the cupboard for snacky bits. Snacky oh bits. My God. Oh, just he the does. cupboard, not <laughs> the does. fridge. Oh my God. I know. It's funny. Um, yeah. I um, find uh, Tamara says, the cello helps with grief, sadness, cello and depression. It's oh. my favorite instrument. It's my favorite music. I've said it before. People are really shocked when they hear that from me because I'm playing Led Zeppelin on our stories and I'm playing, you know, like I can go from that to Swifty and a heartbeat. Music is music. I don't care if it's pop, mm -hmm. if it's yeah. rock, if it's, you know, metal, heavy metal. I don't care if it's opera, symphonies, all that stuff cello is so soothing and you'll find a lot of people who paint who cook chefs artists will have that playing in the background mm -hmm. and believe it or not the gregorian chants and opera I love those are the three things that are playing do. in the background yes. of, of, yeah. yeah it's you can ask good them that music. and they'll tell and, you that and i think you know we in our, our soul our energy resonates with certain energies depending on how we feel yeah. You know, I think when you're cooking, you you know, on an average, not me, not me, because I don't really like to cook. But <laughs> for those mm -hmm. who love to cook, such as Amelia, I think, you you know, you play something like that and it just it just, you know, resonates with you. It's a feel good sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, it fits in with the thing, whole. Yeah, right? it fits in with the therapeutic, you know, chopping and I yeah. have all the toys, but I prefer to do things by hand. Why? Because it's therapeutic. It's repetitive. 
and that helps to to calm everything down as well. I right. paint too. Love yeah. painting, right? Even if you you don't have to be great at painting. Art is in the eye. You know, of the older, ah, the sweet sound of cooking. Yes, those onions and garlic going. Ah, yeah, that's yeah. all frequency in itself. But. Yes, it is. But and you know, it's, uh, it goes to all the senses. <laughs> uh, I love, I just love the diversity. You know, one thing this show, uh, I hope for everybody, has shown is that there is diversity. People have, you know, forever has known me for paranormal. I think that's all I want to talk about. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> I think I'm, I'm not talked out because, you know, I, I still do a lot of other people's shows, but I love to learn new things. And, you know, that's, that's what I'm learning. So when I, when people contact me or if I'm researching you know, potential guests, that's a learning thing that I think to myself, I'd really like to learn more about that. So y'all have to realize that if I think I should learn it, I think you should all learn it too. Yeah, she's, she'll, put it on, she'll put them on the shelf. It's true. BK Bubbles is what we're learning this week. <laughs> she's like, what? Yeah, yeah. Great, great. I have a long paint. Feel free to assist if you enjoy. I actually really do like painting houses. I'm very, I'm, I'm very good at it. Carpenter's daughter, Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a hammer, a nail, screwdriver, a paintbrush. Mm. Yeah. No saw. No upper body strength whatsoever. An electric, you should never trust me with an electric saw. <laughs> never. Oh, goodness. I just think they're too much fun. It's like a horror. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah, but, you don't want to trust me with that. But, yeah, um, I, I think that... Um, you know, I, I love learning new things. And I think this show has become a platform like many others, you know, like we're very proud of the show. I think it, it's come such a long way. I mean, we end up with a, a fantastic sponsor, you know, like Bolgers and, I, you know, who watch the show, by the way, which is very complimentary. They were our first sponsor um you know then you know dr snick and, and steve mcginnis and but you know it was really really nice to to be like to have like it's flattering thinking we must be doing something right because you have this this big company who's interested in in what we do um oh hold on here welcome where are you from oh, where are you nice. watching from yeah welcome thank you for joining us there we go. Um, fun to learn new things at any age. I'm always learning. I'm just a big nerd that way. There's no age limit on no. learning. You should make it a habit of learning not just one thing, but a few things every day. I know. Um, oh, from Dublin. Oh, you're up late. Thank oof, you. Yes. You're a diehard. It's like, like, it's like what, 2.25 a.m. over there. Yeah. Wow, fantastic. Dublin. Now I reminds I, me of the Peaky Blinders. Not that you have any association with it. I just watched that series recently. <laughs> I loved it. So guys, if there's anything specific you want to chime in on, just just put it up in the chat room and we can it's open mic. So let, let's talk yeah. about experiences. Let's talk about all kinds of fun things. You know what you want to is there anything we haven't covered that you'd like us Ooh. to? 
in yeah. the new year. Yeah. I mean, a lot of bookings are done, but I'm, there's always room. So let us know. Well, we've got the first two months of the year. And believe me, we have to purposely stop there. We can keep going. I mean, don't yeah. get me wrong. We have bookings throughout probably every month. But you know, we're only talking. We don't go much more than, than eight weeks uh, for the most part. We try. But we do have guests coming on. For example, next week, guys, we have a pet medium coming on. I, I think this audience is going to really enjoy I her. think um, yeah. it's a nice light way to come into the new year. Yeah. And yeah. we also have another guest is going to be coming on a few different episodes from, um, from Sedona and they, he does all kinds. He's pretty much like the authority over there and he's going to be talking about UFOs. There'll be another segment where he's going to talk about the Sedona vortex. There'll be another episode where he talks about all the paranormal stuff. Like there's that much that goes on in Sedona. We mm -hmm. have Michael LaFlamme is going to come on and talk about Atlantis and you know, he's his, his research on that. Um, there's just all kinds. Paul Wallace is going to talk about Eden. Oh, I know. Um, I'm curious how many of you listening you have to be in chat, obviously, to answer me. Watch American Horror Story. I'm gonna. I'm asking you this for a reason. Just let me know. Mm -hmm. I'm. I'm curious. Have you ever seen it, Michelle? Oh yes. Yeah. 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 Well, I watched the first few, then I kind of got bored. <laughs> I really did. It was so. It was. I found it boring. Meet. That's what I want. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, just, I hear so much hype anyway. about it, and when they put Kim K on it, I thought, "Oh, this is going in the wrong direction." Yes. Um, yeah, Alex. I watched the first season too. I couldn't get past it. I couldn't. That Bates Motel. I couldn't do I any of it. I made it for three. Then I kind of went. Jade, we're open mic at least once a month. Uh, yes, yeah. the, the Q and A's open, mic uh, open mics will continue on for the most part once a month. They're already scheduled. Yeah. Um, and yes, we talk about paranormal all the time. Uh, we have a lot of guests who come on and talk about the paranormal as well. So there's a whole range of things. And <laughs> Wayne, I want to know why my room has a burning electric smell late at night and not all the time. I've checked everything. All is good. Is it paranormal ET government? Yeah, right. Who knows? <sighs> Chime in if anybody knows. I don't know because I have their sense that I smell and I and I'm the only one in the house that can smell them. And I don't know if I have a tumor. I've have I've had smells. I've had that smell as well that he's talking about. Yeah, I don't I smell all kinds of things. I smell gas. I can smell burning wires. And, and it happens a lot in my bedroom. And I think, oh, are they, I have my mom's lamps, like they're from the fifties. And I think, oh, it's just that, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I know. You just don't know. I mean, smells, you have different spirits that come in that represent different smells. And ET, you have different smells. No, um, I'm not smelling You know, ET. but sometimes you're not meant to, hey, Brian, you're not meant to know everything. I'm not smelling ET. This is wires. I, I'm not talking about, yeah. Mm. Well, sometimes it's almost like ozone-y. And when you don't have a thunder, you know, you get that when you have thunderstorms and lightning and stuff, you will, I, you will get that. But when you don't have that, it's kind of like, mm, 
you know. Yeah, uh, right now that's a tough one. That's a good point, <laughs> Michelle. If you eat too many burritos, you're you're okay. out. <laughs> Alex, they put they're putting fat bastard next to my house. Spiritual <laughs> <laughs> okay. smell. Yeah, it could be sensitive. Yeah, possibly. Uh, yes, yes. We definitely know of Zach Bay. Oh, definitely. He's very American. popular this side of the world. Yeah, yep, he's absolutely. American. Yep. <laughs> but um, um so yeah. any spooky things happen during Christmas to you or to anybody? Grandfather's pipe a lot. Yeah, yeah. That's in. very much a visitation. Wayne as well actually has uh, stories of his father's. Well, for him, it's his father's um pipe. Yeah. <clears throat> so <clears throat> yeah anybody have any, any interesting christmas stories at school i smell my grandfather's cigarettes and the italian cigarettes have a distinct odor like american cigarettes over canadian cigarettes there's a distinct odor and i can smell that so often but it's always outside and it makes so much sense because he did a lot of farming only and outside the grove yeah right right yeah. 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 Oh, every now and then. But that's um, really distinctive. You can't say somebody's smoking in the backyard. And well, I don't have any, I don't have anybody out here. Right. But, uh, I get right. wood stove smell as my grandfather. <clears throat> oh, that's nice. But I it's, think, I think loved ones will project a smell that you will find familiar because that's, that's a validation. Yeah. Um, you know, of their presence for you that you can relate to. Absolutely. I mean, sometimes you'll have the same spirit individual, but we'll, we'll have different sense for, for different people. It's, right? it's to validate that it's them too, because I was a smoker the last time I had seen him. And yeah. I remember him offering me a cigarette. Italian men are very, very smooth. Right. Even nonos are smooth. Right, and right. Like and like your cigarette. They're like they're all trained. It's like they're born with that gentleman, you know. Yes. I don't right. know. But anyways, I remember and going like just kicking on it. Right. And of course, that would be the first thing because I can see him. So that right. would be the first thing for me. So always think about how you know that smell. Like when you think, oh, it's my grandfather or it's my father, but what's the memory that comes to your mind the strongest? Because that's what they're trying to remind you of. Like, right. hey, remember, remember this moment or live in this moment. Right. Um, remind yourself because maybe you're down and they're just trying to get a message across to you. Right. Right. Oh, I, I Rose agree. have my hair touched a lot by something I cannot see. And who do you think that might be, Rose? Is this somebody you know or do you live in a haunted house? How does it make you feel? <laughs> no, some people get wigged out. No, other, I'm, other people yeah. are like very comfortable with that, you know? Yeah, I'm fine with so. that. I'd be fine if my mother would fix my bangs right now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, I can't smell anything or at least anything that I've recognized. No, but your daughter does. You know, <laughs> we've um, already done that. Um my husband comes through with the smell of rosemary. I can sometimes mm. taste it. He loved the smell of rosemary. Kathy Hanley okay. Little. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, that's a beautiful, it. that's a beautiful thing, isn't it? 
I get wigged out. Wigged yeah. out. Well, if you get wigged yeah. out, just ask it to stop. Yes. If it's a, a loved a good, one, they won't do it. A good spirit will usually respect your boundaries. Yeah. Spirits that I won't even say necessarily bad spirits won't listen. I think sometimes desperate spirits can also feel that way because they just want to get attention and and they want to relay a message so desperately they don't realize not everybody can pick up on on you know their their presence. And if it's a spirit of a child or a trickster, maybe that's just it. They they like wigging you out as well, you know. So, oh, Brian says that happens. Oh yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> I've been to that house. Stroke. If it's the same house. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. It doesn't bother me. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't bother me. I get pinched a lot too, but I know it's my mom. I think that's why it doesn't bother me because I know who's doing it. Right. When you don't know, but like Michelle said, just say please stop. It's it's really uncomfortable. Right. Right. It's all you can you can do, really, and just hope that they will respect boundaries. Some people don't mind having spirits in their home, but they do mind, you know, the constant um, energy or the constant touching or the constant sense of being like an watched. unwanted guest. Yeah, just pretty much. <laughs> yeah, you know, but but they don't mind them being there. I think sometimes you just have to set boundaries, especially with children. It's really um, important just to teach them how to set some boundaries and to communicate thoroughly with them so they don't feel silly. So mm -hmm. they feel safe in coming to you and saying, you know, this is what's happening to me. Cause sometimes you've heard me, I mean, say it a million times and you've heard Amelia and I talk about this often, but sometimes it's, it's parents. We as parents um, tend to not take children seriously and they feel silly. You're saying, don't be silly. There's no such thing as imaginary friends. Well, let me tell you what. Yes, there are. Yeah, there are. <laughs> yes, and they're not so imaginary. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, have you ever heard of Annabelle the doll? Yes, I've actually met Annabelle. <laughs> She's uh, quite, quite a character, and I'll leave it there. <laughs> yeah, not something I suggest visiting. <laughs> No, it, it's it's. Especially if you're creeped out with your hair being touched, you might want to stay stand yeah. clear of oh, any yeah. business she's doing to the UK. And yes, Ireland. <laughs> I don't know what Tony has. Definitely planned. an experience. You know, yeah. the Warren Museum is definitely an experience well, he's in itself. Traveled with that doll a few times, so I mean, I don't know if he has any intentions of going that way. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um. You want to get that? Oh, I, I didn't know if you wanted to. Okay. Wayne says, my father smoked a pipe. The aroma was very pleasing. One night I was driving in a storm and, sorry, it went up. One night I was driving in a storm and was so tired. All of a sudden the car was filled with that aroma, snapped me awake real quick. That's a beautiful thing. Very beautiful. Your life. Yeah. Hi, Jade. Says, my daughter has been trying to conceive for five years i had her put on a oh put a special sachet under the mattress four months ago and baby is on the way congratulations <laughs> i love it i love it <laughs> you know you're telling all of us 
That is a beautiful Christmas present. God bless. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. The Italians believe in stuff like that too. They'll often put saints or um, uh, scapulas under the the pillows. Mm. Yeah. You don't see letters and numbers or dream. Oh, Sen says, oh, sorry. The smell filled, sorry, the smell stayed with me all the way home and didn't stop until I was driving because it was making sure you were safe. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Um, Tamara says, spirit and visitation is different from living with grounded ghosts. Grounded ghosts are not good for your health from my experience. No. Mm. Well, grounded ghosts, yeah, they do have the, the potential because it's been shown, I'll get back to this, it's been yeah. shown with grounded spirits that obviously you're still here with your earthly hangups. But let's say it depends why you're grounded. If you're grounded because you have a message you want to deliver, you know, or you're lost, then those are, are a little bit easier to deal with. You know, you have some grounded spirits that are stuck here because they're they're held hostage, maybe by an attachment or something else that's a stronger presence within the space. Then you have, um, you know, some spirits who they're just confused. They're there. Mm -hmm. And if you've got, let's say you've, you've got an, a spirit that was an alcoholic in life. Well, there have been a lot of different um, researchers that have, have worked with people who started exhibiting those same, let's say, addiction. So let's say the male of the house was an alcoholic and a drinker, then the male, the living male in the house would start picking up drinking all of a sudden, or, you know, those attributes are coming in. So yeah, they, they it can definitely be um, a hairy experience to say the least. Okay, now we can come back to this one. This one's for you, Bubbles. Okay, hi, son. Oh, last night, Amelia mentioned you don't see letters or numbers in dreams. Well, last time, yeah. Last night you had a dream, but I do all the time. I find it interesting how the ways you can confirm you're in a dream versus reality are very different for various people. Mm -hmm. You're probably traveling because the brain doesn't read numbers unless they're given to you from someone. Mm -hmm. That's usually a message if it's given to you. Mm-hmm. I don't know mm -hmm. how that's a that's just a psych psychological mm -hmm. um fact. Like a, um I'm yeah. really out of it today. <laughs> it's a fact. So if you're seeing them, you're definitely there's a reality going on somewhere if you can read numbers straight. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Pay attention. That, that could be a message. That could be you're traveling. Mm -hmm. Uh you've got this one. <laughs> Um, are you going to have any channelers on in the future? Um, I actually know of a couple. And if there is a request, I, I'm happy to delve into it because Amelia and I are always thrilled to have people um, who do different things. Channeling is kind of wiggy for me because honestly, for me, channeling is considered to be a form of possession of possession now that's there are different types of channeling you know from what i understand there there is you know when you're in a seance and you're allowing a spirit to to speak through you um and then but some people call you know like maybe visiting or tapping in for example a form of channeling as well so i think oh, we have to reading. yeah i guess we have to determine 
um, what type of channeling they do and, and, and sort of go from there. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm not a fan of, of it in the sense of, I think that if you want to see a channeler or be around them, it should be in person. I'm not keen on it being over the airwaves. Mm -hmm. Right. That's so, just way too much energy being pumped that way with 3 million people listening. Yeah. So that's another um, that, that yeah. we would have to see what the, the limitations are because people really who watch the show, again, we're, we're thrilled and we want everybody to learn something. Yeah. Um, so I think if we could find somebody who could come on and talk about the, the, the serious oh, doing repercussions it. of it as well, <laughs> yeah. you know, um, then but it might actually be doing it, right? You. Um, is Annabelle dangerous? <laughs> you know, apparently, yes. Apparently she's dangerous. Um, if you doubt it, you'll incur you'll um, encourage her to hurt you if you doubt her. Let's put it this way: I don't think you want to go visit and, and poke the bear kind of thing. I know that uh, Tony Spira and his team do have events. I know they they have a big paranormal conference that comes up every year as well, and. You can, if I'm not mistaken, you can see her on display, but she's always under lock and key and you don't get to just go touch her. I don't think she's been overseas though, has she? I don't know that she because has been overseas. In Ireland, so. No, so you'd almost yeah, have to I don't think so. this side of the world. And uh, I wouldn't want to be on the same plane. I can tell you that. And I'm not superstitious. Yeah. Well, I've, I've, I've stood next to Annabelle and it's definitely an energy... Um, to be reckoned with, let's put it that way. And if you're not familiar with how to recognize that, I think it would be tough at the museum because everything in there is haunted. Yeah, I'm not even going to say that. <laughs> because I feel violated because I made it. But I didn't make it do that. That's Michelle. That's on Michelle. It's the only way he wants to stay up, honestly. Otherwise, you want me to put a pipe cleaner? If you put a pipe cleaner up his bottom it's like a thick pipe cleaner or a pole you can put it through the stitches and right through the stuffing okay so we're i just didn't think out, we'd be posing he him. likes his so chair and i've had no problems with alex yeah. don't dirty him up <laughs> yeah i didn't uh <laughs> don't dirty up the alien okay yeah. here's another one <laughs> <laughs> sun dragon says if i pick up a book in dreams i can read it see a street sign and i can read it a clock, no problem. Write it all down. Mm -hmm. There's messages you're missing. Write them all down. Yeah. When you wake up, I always say to people, when you get messages in your dreams and you wake up, make sure you have a pad, a notepad or a piece of paper and a pen next to you on your nightstand. Do not jump out of bed. Take it slow because your subconscious mind will go back and your conscious mind comes mm -hmm. forward and you won't remember squat. There we this go. is how you remember dreams and putting them together can take time. It doesn't always come in one dream. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it takes a few dreams to get a message. Sometimes it could take months, but write these things down. Yeah, because sometimes dreams are not it. always what they seem either. No. You get into dream interpretation. You have to break a dream down section by <sighs> section. You write it down and go section by section. Don't just take a generic, oh, this is what it is, and yeah. assume this is what it is. And don't um, assume that the clock is time. Yeah. Clock can be a month. Yeah. If you look outside and there's snow and it says 11, it could just mean that this is November. 
there's yeah see there's so much to that but yeah. it is really fascinating mm -hmm. uh guardian hi bubbles oh sorry hi guardian it bothers me with all the paranormal ghost hunter shows that very few help spirits cross over go get him bubbles <laughs> <laughs> me too <laughs> me too and I've, had to, I've had to bite my tongue with guests because i don't just i try not to disrespect the guests i do everything i can not to push my opinion on anyone but there's some people who feel that it's not their place to interfere and there's those of us who feel it's very much our place to interfere and help guide them because i'll tell you something if it was my kid i'd want someone to help her i wouldn't want my child stuck here so there's different ways it. to think about it and it doesn't have to be a child a mother and or a parent or a guardian is always a parent or a guardian no matter how old that child is when they pass yeah so maybe chime in on that guys what what are your thoughts because I'm of the same mind as Amelia and you know, it's very difficult to um, watch a spirit, you know, if they want to stay and they're happy, that's, that's, that's their prerogative. I think they should have yeah. a choice. Sometimes they're grounded. They're fully aware that they're deceased, but they're, if they're aware that they're deceased and they're afraid that they can't come back or they just don't want to okay. leave, ascending them or moving them to the next realm they can still come back they just I, leave all of their earthly hang-ups behind so it's a more enjoyable experience and they can still be there the manor had had a spirit family that wasn't stuck and they visited all the time, all the they were time. Very, they were, yeah they were yeah. helpful they were happy to be there but you know there are a lot of you know researchers i find and maybe this is for television because I think now there's so many, and I know because I've done it and I've been asked, you know, do you, do you have any locations? And, and it's like, look, you know, there are places that want to do this or researchers who want there to be on, on television and, and they won't pass people on because they have left to research. If you have a really active house, what does that do to your karma? Can I tell a story? Yes. With this. Um, you know, this story, Yes. <laughs> okay, here's, here's the story and it goes based on mindset and belief before you pass away. So in my culture, if you're praying to the spirit to help take care of everyone here before they've crossed, they can be stuck. They will, you know, feel that need to come back because that's what they're supposed to do. So fast forward i don't know how many years after my my grandmother passed away i had to cross my grandmother over never met the woman she mm. was here she was creating noise never havoc just i was a little bit afraid and i have my grandmother's doll which is right next to me and um you know because when i was at, living at home it was different. It was a smaller house. I didn't really hear anything, you know, like I didn't, I didn't move her, but I kind of moved her with me because right. my mom was always praying, please watch over her, please watch over her. And I was like, God, stop. <laughs> so I had to cross her over. Right. And then said, you know, Nona, you're welcome to come back whenever you want. 
And she does. She'll show up with my grandfather sometimes. And I never knew her in my lifetime. She passed away two years before I was born. So, yeah, I would be, I find- I, I'm devastated if, and I know that someone knew she was grounded. We won't get into that side of it because my gifts come from that side of the family. Right. So someone knew she was grounded and didn't cross her over. And that made it even more difficult for me. But that makes it hard because because then it's very personal. I I also like your story of the little girl because it goes to show sometimes that people, life gets busy. Sometimes you don't really think about it. I didn't know Elizabeth was stuck because I didn't see her. Why don't you I tell the story of, of Elizabeth, who Elizabeth she was? Elizabeth belongs and... to a chair. <laughs> she doesn't belong to a chair. It was her chair when she was little. I have an antique chair that was gifted to me um, by my father's boss's wife. They just happened to own the Four Seasons Hotels. And um, they never had a, a, a girl. So I often was the receiver of these amazing antiques that um, Mrs. Sharp, Rosalie Sharp would collect. And she was an interior decorator and her whole home was done in antiques. So she gave me this chair. I was probably 17 or 18 when I got it. Never really noticed. My house was always active. Never really understood it. Just knew that I could see things. And then when I moved here, there was a pissed off spirit in this house a very pissed off spirit. And another thing that goes with this story is Elizabeth, the name Elizabeth follows me throughout my life in different ways with guides, my aunt. um, There's just so many past lives. uh, That name comes up a lot, but she was 11 years old. And if I didn't pay attention, good Lord almighty, it was not going to be nice. Um, I remember the dog being able to see her before I could. Now he probably would sense her, but now she's crossed over. And I never thought of crossing her over because I didn't think she was stuck. Mm-hmm. I just thought she was pissed off. And she was. She would take the I would watch the slots of, you remember the old um, uh, Venetian blinds, the metal ones? I would watch those things slide out and be flung across the room in front of me, you know? And um, I remember John taking the chair out and putting it in the garage because one of my friends says, you need to move that chair. She's like highly, like, she's just ridiculous. This is Mm -hmm. going on. She's being, um, she was on, she was so, she was becoming violent Mm -hmm. with her energy, pulling the dog's ear, pulling the dog's tail Mm-hmm. Um, Saverina had the keyboard, electric keyboard wasn't even plugged in and it would play like stuff was happening and it was just insane. And, mm-hmm. um, when he moved that chair into the garage, which is not attached to my house, it got worse. It didn't mm-hmm. get better. It got worse. It got like, all of a sudden there's scratches, there's pushing, like all this other stuff is happening. So Michelle's like, well, you need to cross her over. I'm like, what? (laughs) I'm a medium. I crossed my grandmother over. Do you think it occurred to me that she needed to be crossed over? Not once. Mm -hmm. No, Elizabeth was not a happy camper. Elizabeth was fine until we moved here. Why do you think? Like, what was? Well, I think there's a lot that was here. (laughs) 
I mean, I had to have my house blessed and a priest wouldn't even come in here. Um, yeah, I think it was being on, like surrounded by energy of soldiers, some not the ones from here, this is the War of 1812, you know, and um, I think a lot of that and whatever was attached to this property, there's a lot of blood in the, in the land. I had to do a lot of work with the chief that spiritually mm -hmm. this property belongs to. Mm -hmm. um, I do have a plaque outside that thanks them for allowing us to be here. We've planted many, 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 many trees, yeah, trees all over my house. You yeah. have to give back. Yes. I did a lot of research with that. And I think that irritated her demons as well. And then having a child, I wasn't as attentive mm -hmm. with her. But right. there was a long time I didn't even know there was a her until I moved here. Right. So right. So she was quiet up until I quiet until we moved yeah. here. I didn't even know, but I I just <clears> thought <throat> when I was hearing things, and at first, because we cleared it that it was my grandmother and all this mm -hmm. other stuff, but it continued. And it mm -hmm. just didn't make sense. And then it started affecting everybody. Right. And that's when you have to do something about it. You can't, you can't mm -hmm. live like that. No. Elizabeth wasn't afraid of the new house. Elizabeth was tough. Yeah. She was tough. That 11-year-old mm -hmm. spirit was like dealing with a grown-ass man. I, there, there's, there was more than just Elizabeth there. Right, right. Um, okay, Wayne? Uh, Wayne says, here's working comparison for that. If you were walking past a burning house and you notice a child pleading for help, would you leave that child and take video or recordings or would you help? That's a good question nowadays. I've mm. seen mothers videotape their kids <laughs> in yeah, yeah. really dire <laughs> uh, <laughs> circumstances. Um, I'm, I'm mocking it. I'm mocking it. Absolutely, you're going to save them. And that's a great way of putting it. You know, mm -hmm. Elizabeth. Oh, my gosh. Now you got me. Uh, <sighs> probably see her later. <laughs> Jade? She says, I get a lot of... Can cantorous, cantankerous, cantankerous, <laughs> old men. Yeah. I don't know if I pull them more than most. Perhaps it's daddy issues. Mine passed when I was a little girl. Any suggestions? That's Michelle answering that one. Well, I mean, I th I think you're a beacon, and you're going to attract. I think you attract all kinds. Maybe these are the ones, you know, that you notice more. I mean, if your dad passed when you were a little girl. Is he aware? Like, is he ascended? You know, maybe you're just really extra beautiful and they like you. <laughs> so, you know, like sometimes there's just something about, about a person's energy that attracts a certain type of individual in life, not just in death. I mean, there's spirit people any way you look at it, you know. So that's a that's a really tough one. I just think it's very um yeah. You know, I think it just has something to do with your energy, per se. I mean, if he passed, did you feel like do you have any resolution? Maybe it's about resolution. Maybe you you are pulling them in to try and resolve that. Amelia, what are your thoughts on it? Same. That, that one's a tough one unless you're communicating with them. You know, I always wonder why 
I see children before I see adults. And I had a mentor who would say to me, you're like the goddess of children. You can reel them in and bring them in from anywhere. Sometimes I think it's just the gift that you're given. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're meant to help them. <clears throat> yeah. In that way. Yeah. Good thing you can finish my sentences. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's a, it's a really tough question. There, there are people who, children's spirit gravitate to them, you know, because maybe it's because they're, they're just that mother figure that they feel safe with. Maybe, maybe your free spirit just, and you know, they just feel a little bit of angst when they, they see your, you know, your, your belief system. Because I, back yeah. in the day, especially to the older spirits, they were God-fearing people. You know, that was, that was the, the belief system, the, the prevalent belief system, you know, in, in certain parts of the world and uh, the new world, especially so that, you know, people come over to this side of the world. They bring that whole belief system and traditional stuff with them. So I don't know. I mean, you know, if they're aware, they're aware. And there's just thing that's going to aggravate them. I've had spirits completely irritated just with the color of my hair. Because they're again, you're dealing well, yeah. Can you imagine? You're all yeah, it is spirits in time, so very generic, like, right? And here I come in with flaming red hair. Like. <laughs> yeah, it it I think that's a big one too. I love sure. I love children like human <laughs> I love children. If there are children in a room, you're gonna find me with them, not so much. Right. At all. Right. So I think that's just part of who I am and they recognize it. That's all. Yeah. And that's why, because I honestly, if I go, say I walk into a room as you're telling me there's a room of spirits, they will be the first ones I pick mm -hmm. out and pull forward will be those babies. Yeah. I think, you know what? I feel that spirits are depending on what era they're from. Mm -hmm. I mean, even tattoos, you know, even yeah. tattoos, like, what is this? Sometimes you're curious by them. Sometimes they're just like, what, like, what is this? People who had tattoos were usually like criminals or, or, or heathens, but you know, in, the, in their, <laughs> as they time, would call them. In their time. Yeah. Yeah. But, in no, their but time. military too. Sailors got tattoos. Right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So the Navy, you know, but yeah, the hair is a bit, you know, I've, I've had spirits be very curious. Like they just, they touch it. I think that's happened even on the box once with your hair. But I have touched I my it, hair. I, I know. It has happened where they've mentioned it. I know. Um, I know. It's vibrant. It's a lot more vibrant than what you're seeing there. It's beautiful. It's hers. It very suits nice. her so much. Very much Michelle's signature. It's stunning. I but know. yeah. It, you know, how so much I've thought about just changing it up completely. <laughs> yeah, spot no. me in a crowd, you know, in a grocery no. store. And I have a story. That's who you are. Groceries with my family. It's okay, who you I'll are. All right, I'll listen. <laughs> yeah, it's who you are. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, you, know, you know, like even Cindy Lauper had a signature hair, yeah, for a long it's time, true. and she still goes to the Reds. Yeah, um, <laughs> you know. So. Yeah, it's fair. people used to ask about tattoos. Yep, it's true. It's I believe true. that. They probably wonder it. why and what is it, especially from the Victorian era. They 
right? Because the wars, the tattoos in the Navy came, I think, after the World War II. Yeah. Not the first World War. No. But I think it was, or maybe Vietnam, maybe not even World War II. Maybe it was Vietnam and Korea, yeah. like those wars. I think that it goes war. way back because, I mean, it's a tribal thing as well. It goes no, back I know, but not ancient times, America. you know, but this side of the yeah. world, it would have been, you know. Yeah, pretty, like white America, I don't, I think it would have been later. Yeah, I think there's just many reasons why spirits are attracted to um, to people, you know. And again, I think a lot, some of it is is lifestyle. It's just if it's something they're not accustomed to or their belief system doesn't agree with it, mm-hmm. you know, they're going to be a bit cranky with you. Or some some might be the opposite and gravitate to you because of it, you know, depending on on when it's happening. So. So uh, she says, my dad's one of my guides. I think you're onto something. My belief systems, they are curious, but present irritable at first. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I can see that. They just have to get an understanding. I think we, you know, as irritating as it could be, it's important that, that, you know, we try to, I always try to understand where, what time period I'm dealing with and what their belief system might've been like, what was it like where they lived, you know, small town mentality, things like that. Like there's just so many things to take into consideration. You have to take into consideration as much as, as you would if they were living people, Mm -hmm. you know? So absolutely. So, yeah. And I, I wonder sometimes when we talk dimensional and things like that, are we mm-hmm. interfering? I can understand where some people would look at it that way. Mm-hmm. Are we pulling them out of their dimensional space and moving them where they shouldn't be? I can understand that part of it, but I can't handle. I like Tamara mentioned how she sees ascended in color and grounded black and white, which is very much how I see them. So that's how I can tell. So I think you need to know, you know, what like the difference mm-hmm. but right. and sometimes they could have an attachment and can't move that's a big one yeah. that's that's a big one i mean how how do you know well right how do you know by what happens to you when you try <laughs> <laughs> i know I do know. you want to attempt it though um yeah. Can you handle what happens if you try? That's a scary one if you don't know what you're doing, even for those of us who do. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can't see what's behind mm-hmm. that spirit until you push it. Yeah, it's very, it's it's really tough. You know, it's not so cut and dry. I, I think people look at the paranormal and because of television or because of, you know, the stigma uh, behind so much of it that, they 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 think it's it is cut and dry angels demons um grounded souls but then you have to go outside the box you really like we tease joe about this but you do have to look at dimensional bleed through you do have to look at you know psychokinesis you do have to look at that projection of energy people will look at psychokinesis as it's like a poltergeist thing. It's just like self-projected energy. Um, there's so much more to it than just the stuff that sells on TV. And it's it's hard to to you know to 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 delve in that far because 
people just don't take the time to educate themselves. You know, yeah, I'm just going to say humming's on the spectrum. That's all I'm going to say, Wayne. <laughs> well, okay. It's true. <laughs> it's you so hum true. and I leave the room. Yeah. Cause I'm like, true. I hum and I don't even realize I'm humming and people just look at me. It's like, you're humming. I'm like, no, I'm not. Am I humming? That's I, when you notice something's there. But sometimes Is that why you're humming? Just I hum. <laughs> no, I leave the room and I try to clear things before anyone catches it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, wait a minute, that did not come from this house. <laughs> right, right at it. And like, I know. Be oh, gone. Be gone. <laughs> this, this is my space. This is actually a good comment, dimensional beings. Are not, uh, yeah, you read it. You read uh, it. Are not constrained by from coming here. We're the ones bound here by lack of ability. I agree with that. Yes, and that's why I'm saying sometimes we're not supposed to touch them or move them because <laughs> we don't like human spirits in dimension. We might be looking right through a, a dimension, obviously the veil, and who knows how many in thinking this spirit's grounded and then shoving it this way and going like, are we interfering? Now I can see their kind of side of it. I don't, I am going to say this. I don't like people who keep spirits because they want people to come and pay money to investigate. I will be totally honest with that and own it. I don't like it. Mm. And I've been in the Lizzie Borden house and I can tell you, I don't like it because mm -hmm. when you go in there to investigate, you're not communicating with her. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. I mean, there are entities out there that are complete mimics. They're very yeah. good at what they do, whether they're non-human spirits or human spirits or sometimes even extraterrestrial um, you know, they, they, they do know how to manipulate. And I think the living are often very quick to accept, you know, and sometimes, you know, we can't be too quick to accept. We do have to think about the fact that things are not always what they seem. That's life in general. Um, you know, so yeah, I think so. And I and I never understood when something was a place was haunted and people would go back and run tours and sorry. I have a really hard time with it. With because tours? I with with um haunted locations being used for tours and money, I have a really, really hard time with it. I really do emotionally, right. empathically. I have the toughest time. I have to bite my tongue a hundred thousand times with some people. I think it depends on the location. I remember when, you know, used to do the tours of Casaloma, you know, that generated a lot of money for a, a charity, like they were a non-for-profit and that kept that building going, you know, but we weren't stuck, you know, we weren't dealing with all a bunch of grounded spirits either. We had spirits who were very much there in visitation. That's a different story. I'm talking about places that are malevolently haunted. That gets to be pretty dangerous. I, you know, like I said, you know, I've done and led historical tours, and you get, you know, you get people. You provide a safe place for people to come in and have the experiences. But 
you know, any tour that I do, <laughs> it's going to be like, now you realize you don't have to be here. Right. Like, yeah. Like I did the castle tours every night before, before a group came in, I would walk in and I would talk to the, you know, Sir Henry and say, Sir Henry, you know, good evening. This is how many guests we're expecting this evening. He was there in visitation. You know, we may partake, um, you know, if you'd like to, you don't have to, of course, the choice is yours. It was the same at the manor. Mm -hmm. People who, who were filming there or would come to stay. It's like, this is what's going on. Be here if you want to be here. Don't be here if you don't want to be here. They mm -hmm. loved it when people come to film up the house. <laughs> yeah, they they would they would do incredible things. What well, that ever happened? We were just there by ourselves, mm -hmm. dropping coins <clears throat> from the ceiling. It's like what is that? Never ever seen that, but it happened two or three times in one show production. No, Queen Mary, the tours there bothered me too. I, it's coming from an, an empathic side. It's not coming from right. an investigative side. Right. With me. I'm not, I, I don't look, I'm not in judgment of anyone who goes to these things or does, you know, does the investigations you do you, I have to do me kind mm. of thing. I just, I can't, I can't do it. Thank you, Kathy. Yeah. I can't do it. Mm -hmm. You know, if you have me come into a location, I guarantee you that place will be clear. So you've never done a ghost tour. You've never gone to stay at a haunted place. You've never gone to. Not on purpose. A haunted place. No. Lizzie Borden. Oh, yeah. That was the only one. Right. And then Salem. I was able to keep my mouth shut because yeah, I was Salem. able to keep my mouth shut. But you don't pay to walk around Salem. No, but some places. Some Salem's places, like some walking through yeah. a Hawthorne house. Or you go to stay at a haunted place. I didn't. Yeah. I stayed in a regular, you know me, I like mm -hmm. my five-star hotels, but like I, and stuff, I never looked for it on purpose before Salem. I don't even think there, I went to Salem to pay my respects mm -hmm. to the people who were hung Yeah, and brought flowers. Like that's a different kind of right thing. And right. I didn't communicate with any of them at the cemetery I did, but that could happen at any cemetery. If you're even just visiting your family, <clears throat> I didn't yeah. purposely go anywhere at the Hawthorne house. I went because I wanted to see the inside. Mm -hmm. Didn't know how damn haunted it was mm. till I got there. I mean, I've gone to Albert Foyle Mill for business dinner and mm -hmm. been haunted, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and had those experiences, but I've never purposely gone somewhere for that, I went to Lizzie Borden's house mm -hmm. because I wanted to see if I could communicate with her. Mm -hmm. And then I was told to stop talking because it didn't match. This is a different owner. Okay. This is 2018. Mm -hmm. So let's right. not jump on these people now. They're different people. I was told to stop talking because it didn't match their tour story. Well, these are very, they're very theatrical. You know, oh. it's not fair to the spirits. There's a lot of places it's not it's not fair to, you know, the spirits. I think when you have places, you know, I have friends who've got locations where people come in. Spirits are not grounded. The spirits are very much there in visitation. They're there because they like to be there, you know. Um, well, the problem with Lizzie Borden is they have Ouija boards available there and that they allow them them. to be used yeah. during investigations when they rented. This is, again, 2018, 2017. Mm -hmm. Sorry, not 2018, 2017. Well, mm -hmm. one of those. Mm -hmm. I can't remember which year I went to Salem. I mean, I go to Boston 
but I don't remember which year it was for Salem. Mm -hmm. I did have, um, I just took photographs of her room and I do have images mm -hmm. that came up. Um, and I did have a communication with her and with a few people in there. And I was able to see a lot of her life before all of this happened. And you have to remember, she's the first female. No, she's not. She's the first female to be imprisoned. Mm -hmm. and she was imprisoned for a year while this trial was happening. Uh, no, she's not there um, that I know of. But I can tell you there's a lot of other stuff that was there. Mm -hmm. And that was led in by investigative groups that didn't know what they were doing. That happens more often um, than not, actually. Yeah. You know, people come in. You go to different locations and you investigate. And, and this is one of those, those issues I think yeah. that, you know, people need to consider. Well, is that you get too. some malevolent things that will, will like to piggyback. Yeah. And they and, will piggyback from location to location. And that was a violent crime scene. That's what people keep forgetting. You see it as a haunted house, but you're not thinking this is a crime scene hit with an axe and the 40 wax. That is a passionate, angry crime scene that mm -hmm. leaves quite an imprint. Remember that word because it's not always. It's not always happening right in front of your eyes your first mm -hmm. time. There's a lot of residual in that house. Mm -hmm. A lot of residual energy. Mm -hmm. You will see things moving. You'll see curtains just, you know, kind of sway. There's no forced air. You'll see that. But when you're with the tour group, I was fortunate that he allowed me to go off on my own, mm -hmm. which they don't do that. So I was able to experience and photograph things without interference. Mm -hmm. But when you have a group, you have to question who walked by the window, who was talking. You can't record anything. If somebody's got noisy shoes. It's, all, it's, very, it's contaminated. Very much it's so. It's not a controlled environment. No. And I, I went, it has to be. I went there because it was a crime. For me, it was a crime scene. Mm -hmm. That's why I went there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I wanted to see if I could communicate. Right. But right. man, oh man, I walked out of there crying. It it's big business now, <clears throat> you know. It's big business. People buy these locations, and and instead of, I mean, well, they don't buy these locations, you know, to lose money, right? They buy it's these really locations to to make money. And you yeah. know, I, I had I had one person tell me this is probably going back about 10, 15 years ago, and there were stories that the location they owned was haunted. There was nothing definitive. Um, never really felt much there. And he just said, oh, well, you know, after a few investigations and he goes, if it's not now, it will be. And I thought that was a really interesting comment. Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, what are you going to import them? Like, <laughs> you know, and, um, you know, I'm joking around, but like, what do you plan on importing a few? <laughs> and, uh, oh no, it, it became, very haunted because a lot of, of um, different, I mean, you know, people coming in with their own attachments, you go into some places you investigate, if you're not properly grounding yourself or you're not aware, um, you might just be a victim of circumstance and you end yeah. up with an attachment that just passes around. And well, it's yeah. a whole, it's you a have, whole other thing. 
I like I like Massachusetts, the state of Massachusetts is haunted. I mean, the whole state is haunted. Mm-hmm. But the hotel I stayed at was a boutique hotel, but it was attached to a hotel that's notoriously haunted and mm-hmm. has been on all of the paranormal shows. Mm-hmm. And I could feel it every time I had to walk by it to get my coffee, like to go around it to get to Starbucks. Kind of sorry, right. soldiers mm-hmm. at the time it was Starbucks. Right. You know, if you guys had a drive through, I'd be doing the drive through. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like to go get coffee and breakfast kind of thing. And, um, but stuff still happened because there are no walls with spirits. But there's, I, I would tell you that you'd be hard pressed to find a location that's not haunted in Boston, Massachusetts. Many Maine, places like that. Or in the, the world. Yeah, I mean, it, it, you'd be hard pressed to find any place that isn't haunted. There's and, a whole other world out there that exists. Um, I think that the living really don't don't think about. I've traveled many parts of the world and I've, I've had some phenomenal experiences, yeah, but for me, I choose home. to be in those, those environments. That's what, what I enjoy when I go places. I have moved quite a few spirits on, but even when, you know, when I had my experience in Egypt, I was considerably younger mm-hmm. and it never occurred to me when I saw the spirit man in the pyramid, it was just kind of like, Oh, hey, you know, I'm trying to explain to him that he's dead. And and then the best I get was you're dead. Okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Dead. It's me. Bye. Yeah, that's creepy. <laughs> that's creepy. Yeah. Like, but, they, but how do we know it's not like that really? I think you find that a lot with spirits in hospitals too. Like, I'm not dead. Yeah. Are. Why are you walking around? Why are we outside? And it's like, no, you're outside. Yeah. Um, but in and, and just one more touch on Massachusetts before we go, um, before we end that, I told you about the Naval Museum, which I knew nothing about. Mm-hmm. We had stopped um, in Fall River and we stopped to take a walk by the water because we were waiting for the boarding house to open. So we had an hour. We were there early and we had an hour because we drove from Boston out there and here I am just videotaping this Naval Museum and I've got voices coming out mm-hmm. and experiences happening there that mm-hmm. were validated after, you know, on the internet. Right. Like, it's right. It can happen anywhere. Most of my experiences that happened have been all around home. Mm-hmm. You know, I've right. seen that question. Why does so much happen Haunted places happen in the north. I think it's just older. In the north, oh. uh, yeah. I, 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 I have to disagree. Just from my personal experiences, that's all I got to go on. <laughs> is my experiences. I can't, I can't account for everybody else's experiences. As like I said, I've, I have, experience. Like I've traveled many different parts of the world, north and south, and have had upteen amounts of experiences north or south. Um, I think it means north of the states. I, I Again, north. I don't know, I don't know yeah. they're necessarily north of the states. But I can tell you there is a theory that I remember having a, a pretty in-depth discussion on more than one occasion about cold weather. <clears throat> and because there's a lot of static in the air when it's really cold and dry, there's a belief that because it's a type of energy 
that spirits who are also energy, because we are energy, are able to move around a little bit more freely. That's, again, hypothesis, but it's something that researchers have bounced around because uh, I've had, I've had like probably two or three discussions with different researchers about this. And I, and it's, it's fascinating. So there are people who actually are, you know, concentrating on, on this sort of research as well. Um, and then the question, how much faith do you have in ghost, ghost apps? Um, I don't know because everything's computerized. Like, you know, phones are mini computers now. Um, I think it depends on the app. I think a lot of them are built for entertainment. I've seen some that are left me kind of going, well, shit, that's pretty interesting. <laughs> you know, would I try it again? Sure. There's some that I would, I would definitely try. Um, <laughs> yeah. And there's some that's just like, you know, there's some real popular ones and they're just like, oh, it picked up everything about this location. But a lot of these are built in to work with your phone's GPS or they have their own built in GPS. So, of course, they're going to have information about that, that area. So you really have to do your research on the, um, the app itself. You know, now mm -hmm. with technology, you know, they're they're coming out with phenomenal things. Uh, you know, I they don't I, I hate to to be stereotypical or label everything like as a big no it's like orbs you know yeah. some people like orbs and they there's a lot of researchers who just research and work with orbs and you know orbs can be scientific standpoint you know if you're looking at it that way dust pollen moisture um you know pet dander there are all kinds of things that can, can <laughs> cause <laughs> a lot of things can cause orbs are there yeah. true spirit orbs? Yeah, I believe there are true spirit mm -hmm. orbs because you know, I've experienced them. I've seen them with a the naked eye. I have seen them, um, you know, in, in controlled environments. I mean, I, I remember our camera at the manor picked up all kinds of things and nobody had been in the house for four months. No forced air. It was a boiler system. Nobody walking around to stir up dust from the carpet you know, the, the one carpet in the room, yeah. no windows open. It was the middle of winter, no bugs. This is Jimmy. Like, well, this is January. You're taking off all the boxes of no, no, no. And yeah. that's, yeah, you so have to sort of that. like, yeah, process of elimination. So, yes, you know, so I don't know. I'm kind of on the fence with a lot of this sort of stuff. One thing I can tell you I will never do is tell someone it's not an orb. Yeah. Because that's a great way to start a fight and never speak to someone again. Um, yeah. orbs can be such a controversial discussion. You can end up not speaking to other investigators. Mm -hmm. Um, it's very touchy. It's like politics and religion. You don't touch on it. If you want to stay friends, <laughs> kind of thing. Orbs is a yeah. touchy topic. Yeah. Um, see, I, I like this too. ETs can come as orbs. Um, that's right. I mean, there's been a lot of, of orbs. Uh, spotted with some crafts in and around some crafts. Um, Bigfoot, there are really diehard, serious Bigfoot researchers who said they could see orbs in and around where, you know, they've had or been listening to, to Bigfoot or had a Bigfoot sighting. So I believe there's something to it. There is balls of energy, you know, aside from swamp gas, I mean, they're balls of energy that have been seen by people throughout a millennia. You know, I mean, even some sailors, sailors would be sailing the seas way back in the 1400s. And I think Christopher Columbus actually had made a note of seeing an orb, 
you know, floating over the water and then seeing a craft. So, you know, it, there's a lot of different theories about that. We can't discount all of it. But because of technology and because of just things like dust, pollen, moisture, you know, pet dander, you have to take into account that, you know, especially with the camera lens being very sophisticated and being able to, to magnify and, and, and do some pretty incredible things, that we have to really look at everything, mm -hmm. right? So, um, it's crazy. Process, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yep. Yeah. Close to the sun in the northern hemisphere during the winter, and that's a lot of energy. Agreed. Agreed. Tamara. Oh, sometimes going old school investigation gives better results because they cannot be contaminated. Example, baby powder and a trigger object. Yep. I like that. And I like the bell on the doors. And yeah, I love that. The stuff. lights that, you know, the lights that you have outside your home where something walks by it, it lights up. Those are great for inside. I don't mm -hmm. do investigations. I'm just speaking of what I've seen and heard. I think those are the ones that you hear are are the, the best and in, in the... Um, most mm -hmm. credible right right i agree i agree okay. it's fascinating stuff for sure uh wayne ah yes we were at a beautiful victorian home in jamestown new york and after many hours being there nothing significant happened but on one photo there was a single orb in that orb was a clear male face those are fabulous aren't they you can't dispute that mm-hmm yeah, that's something that you can't dispute. I think we have a lot of conversations about orbs since new moms have had baby monitors with cameras. Mm -hmm. And they're not taking in consideration all the cotton that is in that room mm -hmm. and the forced air and where the location of that camera is. Because mm -hmm. those are the ones that you will be arguing with if you tell them. Right, right. Yeah, yeah it, can, it can be pretty crazy. Um yeah. Can I get this one? Sure. Um, Central Wisconsin. Hello. I get orbs in various videos I shoot. You can't see them with the naked eye, but you see them in playback. And their movement seems intentional. Those are fascinating. They are fascinating. Yeah. Um, I've seen orbs with the naked eye um, at times as well, which gives me faith <laughs> that the, they're definitely, um, there definitely is something to it. Yeah. Uh, the manor used to have, you know, our last home used to have all kinds of different things. People would capture photographs when they filmed, you know, we would just see these crazy orbs Not coming out of the ceiling, yeah. out of the lights and, mm -hmm. and, and two by two traveling in unison, going right into a mirror or coming across the room and just floating by again. You're, you're sitting there in January, no forced air. The house is locked up for four months. Nobody was in there. And, you know, you see orbs coming from one room to the other room. And when you, you know, take a screenshot of what the security cameras caught, there's a clear face. They're amazing. Like, with a woman with her hair up. Just unbelievable. It's so just, beautiful. It is. It's, it's just yeah. fascinating. Just Those are fascinating. beautiful. But when you see things going like this <laughs> oh, and then up. Crazy things. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm saying in the baby monitors, it's usually dust. You ever, there's a lot of cotton in a baby's room, mm -hmm. you know, natural fibers. Right. 
So right. I know everybody wants to be able to see if they've had a past loved one come visit the baby. And I'm sure some of those are, but they're not all of them. Those in camping ones, I can't look at. I always right. say I have no clue. Right. Because that's a lot of light reflection. Right. Off of droplets and moisture. And <laughs> that's yeah. a lot. So that's a tough one. You would have to singularly investigate each every little dot in that thing and right zoom in and zoom out but if it if you feel good and it's a good experience don't let anyone take that from you maybe it is a visitation mm -hmm. i don't like that's hard. yeah Gosh. i don't want to hurt anybody station you know? id time <laughs> yeah i can't hurt anyone there except like yesterday oh my gosh, yeah. let's see if i can talk today Mm -hmm. seriously this week has really drained me <laughs> well, i just and, and the weather's not helping here it's raining and it's really mild this mm -hmm. is not normal december weather for us so mm. <sighs> so tonight what a conversation <laughs> you are listening to the outer realm with michelle de roche and amelia Pizano coming to you live from the beautiful city of new orleans on 105.3 and 107.7 FM radio, as well as the Roku channel. Tonight, our guest is our audience. It's live open mic night, last one of the year, in celebration of our 400th episode yesterday. Today is our 401st episode. Mm -hmm. Thank you all for being here with us and making it possible. If you're just tuning in, don't worry. You can stream us on archives on any platform that you normally use. Simply search United Public Radio and then The Outer Realm. Remember to click like and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Hit that notification button. And don't forget to share us with your friends and family. Now, ah, the reason why it's all possible the great people at Folgers Coffee. Thank you so much for your continued support in sponsoring our show and helping us hit this milestone. We deeply appreciate you and we thank you so very much. We love that we know you tune in and we're thinking about you all the time. Give us a little hello if you can hit a chat room. It would be nice to talk to you. For our fabulous banner and promo media, huge thank you to Steve McGinnis. He's a horror illustrator a fantastic artist, not only in horror, but he also creates commission pieces and he can be found on Facebook and Instagram. Check him out. Not now, after the show. If you mm -hmm. love our intro, that's a huge thank you to Dr. Snick, the sonic surgeon, Justin Snicker, award-winning composer, vocalist, and musician. You can find his music on Amazon and Bandcamp and stream him on any platform that you use. You can also find Dr. Snick on Facebook and Instagram and in your stories. When you're creating your stories, his music is listed there in the drop menu as well. Now, if you're watching us on Facebook live on any one of those, I believe there's eight pages out there. Mm -hmm. Make sure to hit like, especially on the Outer Realm group page. And don't forget to subscribe if you're on YouTube and give us a like and share us with your friends and family. And hopefully the next time I come back, I won't be so tired. Ah. <laughs> it's just a long week. <laughs> it's been a little bit crazy, but yeah. you know, it's, it's holidays. We're, we're heading towards the, the end, you know, the end of the year. And, 
it's just a lot of people over the holidays, I think they're just busy to start with. So you're getting a lot of different mixed energy all over the place. You're in, you're in close quarters with people, you know, if you're, if you, you're frequenting shopping malls and, no. you know, a lot of family and people maybe sitting there with colds and, you know, and it's running you down. And I, I know I just avoid everybody. <laughs> Me too. I think I just feel um, healthy. Really I want to heavy. stay that way. I feel very heavy and I do ground, but I don't feel like I'm grounding enough. And that could be, that could be it as well. And I have a lot on my mind, but mm. um, yeah, it's, it's really draining and I'm feeling spacey and I'm wondering if Mercury retrograde, please Mercury retrograde be it. Not that I'm spacey. Take it easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I'm wondering if that's what it is. I'm having trouble focusing, speaking. My anxiety is all over mm. the place. And I think it could just be exposure to too many people in a short period of time even though it's family it it's not it's not something are, i are, do are tiring to start with you know long of extra hours um i think we well we've had somebody on talking about astrology she was really really good um and and she did include a lot of numerology in there as well and so that, that young yeah man that we had but specifically they, about numerology I'd have to look back in the Wayback Machine. The Wayback not, Machine that did the symbols. I think he touched on it. Um, symbols, but numerology with respects to numbers, just numbers. So I think we have. I have to go back and see. If not, I mean, we're always, always willing um, to, you know, to Be explore different yeah. things. Yeah. So, you know, guys, you have people you'd like to see. All you can do is, is reach out to us and we can try. Um, we have a long list of people who reach out to us on their own behalf and, um, you know, wanting to come on different authors and researchers from all different walks of life. Like I said, we've got some really phenomenal people coming up just that are booked in um in the next couple of months like we have people coming on talking crystal skulls we've got mm -hmm. people coming on and uh uh talking about disclosure um being a contactee we've got um oh my god we've got some great ones again leslie mitchell clark's coming back on yes. to talk about the different et races and she does hypnosis uh mm -hmm. with, with experiencers and such so there's there's I'm really looking forward to a lot of uh, a lot of these guests and um, communication with really, you know, put good potential guests right now as well. So definitely um, exciting. I remember when that hit really big. Um, Numerology. Yeah, yeah, over tw over twenty years ago, like it just came out of nowhere and kept going. I have books on that with palmistry and feng shui. It was all big at the same time. It, it was looked at as trendy, but it stayed. Yeah. 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 Palmistry is a different thing for yeah. me because I always find I have all the, I don't know if it's age, but I have all the lines of everything they're looking for for a witch. But oh, yeah. I don't practice. M's, you know, I don't. Long. Yes. The double M's, yeah, I've the, got X's, the, double M's. the lines. I got all of those, but yeah. I'm not a witch. I don't practice. Um, I wish we I have. knew how to do spells. Yeah. We, we've had a couple of people on about yeah. 
past life regressions and happy to reach. Yeah. Happy to reach out again and bring them on. Um, been on a couple of times, but it's been he's a couple doing of really years. well. I think he has a book out because yeah. I accidentally emailed him and he yeah. emailed me back and said, Amelia, you, me- you emailed me by accident. How are you? Yeah. And he's doing very well. He's, he's an incredible yeah. person. So we could bring him back. I think it would be fascinating to see what he's been up to and talk deeper into past life regressions. Yeah. I'd love to just get in really. <laughs> Not strega. Strega. Not a strega. And... My mother yeah. had me tested. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So just put your ideas in. Email them to us. Yeah, I'm going to put up our, our, our email address, which is the contact for the show. Let me just hold on. Let Folgers, just... if you want to send me coffee. Let me try to take the ticker off here. One second. Scroll across that. Let's, let's, there. let's just put this up like this so it's not scrolling so you can actually I see it so you could always email us some ideas um even if you want to just get into talking about things for for our next um open mic so here's a little secret okay mark your calendars for january the 11th that will be the next open mic then it will be february 28th so you know now we're letting the cat out of the bag when the next mm-hmm. two open mic nights are going to be. So if there's certain theme that you guys would like to go, you know, go with or questions that you have, um, those are going to be the next ones. And Amelia and I can jam it out with you guys and do exactly what we're doing right now. And I won't be as tired, honest to God. Ah, have okay. an IV coffee and sort of from Folgers. That would be fantastic. Do commercial for us, Alex. You yes. know, we play the commercials, guys. If you send us like something that's, you know, like roughly 30 to 40 seconds, yep. as long as it mentions, you know, Folgers, you guys that get really creative and do a little commercial. You have to show and it too. We've had paranormal groups do it. We've had some of our guests do it. And it, it, it stays there in our archives forever. It's like really, really great advertising. And we yeah. love Folgers. So we love to, to see your creativity in what you send us. Yeah. And I could have used that Folgers black <laughs> silk right now. <laughs> I've been going. I woke up tired. Like, it's just crazy. I'm tired of saying I'm tired. I, God, I could <sighs> use one right Mountain now, Blend let me tell you. <laughs> oh, yeah, I have Folgers Mountain Blend. I have the box silk. <laughs> I even use the instant for baking cookies, cakes, anywhere where you put cocoa, you can put, um, just wet it a little bit, you know, like add a little bit of water, not make it soupy, but add a little bit of water so that you can get it in a batter, but it gives such amazing depth to anything with chocolate. There we go. So yeah, it's not just for drinking. Sorry, January 11th and February 28th. 28th yeah. February. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's not very often where we can give you two in one month. <laughs> it happens, no. but not often. No. So yes, mark the calendars for that. But of course, we want you to mark your calendars for all the shows, which is why um, it's you can set reminders on the YouTube page uh, because this way you know 
when something we, we try to post upcoming shows at least, you know, five days in advance uh, to give people a heads up and, you know, come on in yeah. to the chat. We know a lot of the chat disappears um, once the show has ended. So I'm going to have to go into um, YouTube and click it on. So all of the chat remains. So this way you can still comment on other people's comments and maybe get a dialogue going. Kindly. Huh? Here's kindly. Here's, kindly, I know. Here's a good one. Since we're heading into the new year. Okay. Um I'll I'll talk Thank about you. in my culture, the with the Italians, they do the olive oil in the water malocchio, which is to remove anything negative. And if you're teaching someone, it has to be on midnight at on Christmas Eve has something to do with the Catholicism, which is so funny because in the protection, because you're doing something that's so totally against the church. But anyways, we won't go into that. But that whole Malocchio thing with the olive oil and the water in a clean white bowl is a practice that they use to sweep out the old and bring in the new on New Year's. Do you have any traditions or any things that could be considered witchcraft? It probably was years and years ago. It probably was considered witchcraft, right? Because it's almost like a spell. Mm. Wow, I'm really burying my family today. <laughs> but anyways. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. And yeah, Tamara says, I have cleared my house for your end. Do you smudge your house? Do What are your ways of bringing in the new year? Um, you'll see a lot of Europeans and Italy does this as well, where they go out at midnight and they bang pots and pans and that's to scare away all the negativity. So mm -hmm. only the good and positivity can come in. I know, um, the Chinese culture has their ways too with dragons and the, and the, um, the different, um, communications and dances that mm -hmm. they do to, to eliminate evil spirits. I'm, back I'm in solstices, That's what, that's what it was about. You would, you would clean your house, yeah. you would sweep it all up. You would burn that dust from, from your house and you would throw that out and yeah. that would come in, you know, from the hearth, you would take everything out and yeah. then have that bonfire and you would keep a flame from the bonfire come back and light your earth with it and that would keep everything cleansed and renewed and that's also so. that's also why the bafana had a broom she wasn't flying on it but the italians did that after have you been excommunicated she's yet, working on it alex um, from one church <laughs> but we have a new priest so i'm looking forward to meeting him um my my great-grandmother was my great-grandmother was. That's in my bio if you've ever been on my website. But yeah, my great-grandmother was. And it was all because she was holistic. Mm -hmm. Healer. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Knock on wood. Yeah. Oh, I like that one. Okay. Yeah. Got that. Argon. I, I use argon. I absolutely do. What's argon? Orgon? Um, it, it, it completely cleanses everything and it's even great for emf it's great for all kinds of stuff i got came oh. from russia it's amazing is it a is it like incense or no it's like a, it's a stone a stone mm -hmm. oh i never heard of it i'll oh, send cool. you one maybe Aww. if you're a good bubble you'll get one in the mail oh wow <laughs> I know. and I'm iron so old iron 
See, iron, yeah, I'm waiting for that meal. Iron, and they used to put it, <laughs> yeah. you know, over doors and things like that. Cinnamon too. Cinnamon sticks Cinnamon. on your window sills. Yep. yep. Um, yeah, iron says, horseshoes. That's why you would see iron horseshoes and stuff. Yeah, and never ups, always right side up, never upside down, because you don't want to let everything out. You want it right. all to collect. That's right. Um, and that's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Very so cool. Kinds of, of little little tidbits of information that you could do. I think that you know it's 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 important out with the old, in with the new. However you go about doing that, it's all about taking out of the, all of that old energy, cleansing it, bringing in fresh energy, yeah. open the windows, your Even fireplace, cold out, clean Just the ashes out of your fireplace, everything, yes, yeah. everything, remove everything, and then yeah. just start fresh again. Cool. Right? See, I'm just curious how other cultures do things, you know, or not even just a culture thing, just something you're comfortable with doing. Do people say, like, if you're a regular, you know, I hate the smell of sage. It's not that I'm opposed to using it. I just can't stand the smell of it. Right. It's here next to me. And another thing that blocks me is Himalayan salt lamps, which for other people work wonders. Well, and for me, they to cleanse me. it because it doesn't, it's a natural ionizer. Yeah, of I don't course like it works. Them. Yeah, I don't like them. <laughs> but then you're bunging it up. They bother <laughs> me because I, I feel like I have to fight against that frequency to get to the frequency That's I need crazy. to read. I know, I don't know why. And my daughter has it in her room, you know, but I don't, um, I can't have it wherever I'm doing a read or if a, we're doing a case, I cannot have that around me. Right. It interferes. It's too funny. I've gotten every room in the house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this is also good. Yeah. Write every, write down everything you want to change and burn the letter. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Long cleansing shower. Yes. Yes. What do you recommend someone do for the new year to start anew? I, Everything we, we yeah, yeah we just, we, are yeah, you doing this just upset me? Just out with the yeah. old, in with the new. Just, just take everything out of your space, cleanse it, and purge. Uh, yeah, like Amelia, Amelia was saying, yeah, just get rid of you know ashes from the fireplace. Just get yeah. rid of. But even stuff in your if if something's a nice or to you, like your closet is full, things like that will they'll weigh on you, and you don't even realize that things out of place they weigh on me. I don't know if. You know, mm -hmm. like I hate eyesores and things like that. People, things have to be in their place. Right. I think that's a good way to start. Mm -hmm. You know, um, you know, set your calendars for the outer realm twice a week. <laughs> come and yeah. just listen to Bubbles and I just have a good time. I mean, come on. The show is like so laid back. Everybody has such a good time. Our guests, you know, 99% of the time will message back and say, oh, I had such a great time on this show with you yeah. guys. You know, I mean, Our that's, love that's you why guys. so many people come back because they have so much information. They're like, oh, I could have talked about this. I'm like, well, why don't you come on and talk about this? They really have a good time with us. We have a good time with them. And our listeners, I mean, you guys in chat have a really great time, you know. Okay, that's very funny. Toss, <laughs> toss everything out. <laughs> Except for me. I don't toss everything out because my furniture weighs about 500 pounds. And it's no, not her so stuff easy. is antique. <laughs> she just has to clear it herself. Yeah, I agree with if you don't use something 
or wear it, get rid of it to make space for new, or how about just make space? <laughs> like you have to put something Build else some there. space. And yeah, make space, keep it. You know. I, it yeah. Um, and <laughs> earlier, um, I can't remember who said about burning. Some, um, I think it was Sun Dragon who said, um, she the sage is too powerful for her. I guess it bothers her as yeah, well. There you go. And. She uses sandalwood. You got. You have to use what works for you. I use Palo Santo, so I know how you mm -hmm. feel. And I put it on a charcoal burner and incense burner, and I mm -hmm. use that. And and I like, I like the incense that they use at funeral masses. I know that sounds morbid, but I love the smells of them. Like That's I frankincense. Say, yeah, I love frankincense, and I have Try it. the frankincense resin. Resin yeah. burns so much cleaner if you put resin on the charcoal. It's really nice. That's what you can I get have. resin with everything. That's what I have, the resin. And we the have a good time resin. on your show too, Alex. We do. Yeah. <laughs> we do. We have I fun. Know. Uh, yeah. That's, oh, Wayne. <laughs> space, space, you say? What is this cool word of which you speak? <laughs> Okay, nice well, space. nobody really asked you about that, so. Yeah, well, there's lots of space. They're called storage units. We have four. Ah, big furniture. You know, you know what saying. I say coming from someone who has a very large kitchen? The more space you have, the more stuff you stuff it with. Yep. And I'm going to purge my kitchen, which I do once a year. Sometimes you get gifts or you get things, you know, people know I cook and they'll buy me certain things and I'm just like overloaded with them. I know. Um, thanks and, for the compliment. You know I am not a shit. Oh, sorry. Coming, son. We are coming up totally to um, the top of the hour. And I really hope you guys have a terrific new year. I mean, New Year's Eve is on Sunday and I really hope, that just stay safe, but have a lot of fun and rest. It's already getting crazy on the roads with people traveling through the long weekend. I had to be on the roads today and I thought, Oh my God, it's starting already. Mm -hmm. So I guess there's going to be a lot of festivities going on all over the place. And it really is a time of renewal where we're given an opportunity to, you know, start fresh again. Be kind. We live in an age where everybody wants to text, where everybody is emailing. There's not a lot of phone conversations. You cannot get emotion or feeling out of a message. And mm -hmm. I've had to deal with somebody recently who, you know, you, you miss half the conversation and you go right to something that you can either deflect on finger point on and not really get the gist of, Oh wait, there's some good stuff in there as well. The text so, is, yeah. Great way to just, ruin a relationship. Yeah, Just, just be yeah. kind. And, and, you know, I, I just see so much like people are supposed to be happy around Christmas. And, oh my God. The angst that I have seen this year, just. It's still here from the last yeah. Four years. And I think um, that's something that we need to, like you said, we need to, excuse me, to release that. Yeah. And, and uh, start fresh and kind yeah. and yeah. grateful. Be kind. Be, Be grateful. Kind. A lot of people that's are not what, going into 2024. Go back and, and watch last night's show if you've missed it and, and, and really talk about, 
you know, like frequency, raising your vibrations. Because I know that right now, you know, hopefully next time we'll be able to talk a lot more about consciousness as we really didn't get to touch on it. But, you know, there's memes all over the place. You've heard us talk about it. You can't control what's going out there. People are easily offended. People are, are having rough goes of it. You, you know, you can't put yourself in someone else's shoes, but you no. should try sometime. But in the end, your reaction is how, that's the one thing you can control is your reaction. So maybe let's like all kind of make a resolution and just try to start the year off on a good note and really just try to put it out peacefully and calm because nobody out there is worth, you know, upsetting your energy. Just oh. onto it. Don't let them rent space in your head. Keep smiling and, you know, don't, you don't know, fall into it. You know, it's the <laughs> biggest. Rewind. Yes. Yes. Be kind and rewind. You know what the biggest thing I, I feel with everyone? They're not listening to you. They're listening to respond. They're not listening to you. And that's why there's so much you know, tension yeah. amongst people. Stop yeah. and really listen when someone's speaking to you. Um, yeah. You could be the last person they're reaching out to, especially at this time of year. So please really listen to right. those that you love. Wait your turn to talk. No one's going anywhere. And don't listen to the other ones just spewing off. It's just like enough. Sometimes silence is golden and sometimes a silent treatment is really, you know, the, the best Thing you can do for somebody yeah. it just don't feed the drama it's not worth it don't do it no you will be happier you will be more at peace and your energy will thank you for it and everybody else around you will thank you for it so you know we love you all we thank you all for your continued support so on behalf of Amelia, myself, the Outer Realm, of course, United Public Radio, UFO, Paranormal Radio, Joe Montaldo, whom we happily represent. Happy New Year to all of you. We will see you in 2024 with a phenomenal guest, Julie Bassett, Pet Medium. And her write-up, real quick is as follows. She's an animal communicator, pet medium, energy healing practitioner. She's also a shamanic practitioner and her passion and her service to humanity is to help resolve physical, emotional, behavioral issues within their companion animals. She's lovely. Definitely. We're going to really have a great time with her. Perfect way to start the year. And Thursday night, we bring back Ryan Peterson, a biblical researcher and writer with an emphasis in ancient Hebrew thought and theology. I love theologists. They're just right on it. He's going to be discussing his newest book, The Final Nephilim, which goes back from Genesis to Revelation, providing a study on end times prophecy and the rise of the prophesies, seed of the serpent and the Antichrist. You got calm and you got upheaval. You got it all in balance. one place. I call that balance. Balance. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> There's a new word for 2024. Balance. balance. I love it. All right, guys. Good night. Happy New Year. We'll see you next year and next week. Good night.